Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Hey, Tammy. How y'all doing this morning? See y'all coming in there. It's Monday morning. Fresh start. Good morning. Good morning, how y'all doing this morning? Welcome, welcome, welcome. That is Unstoppable by Corinne Hawthorne. We are YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Instagram Live. Having a few problems at JoyNet this morning, but the Lord prevails. Our engineers are on it. For those of you who listen via social media and JoyNet at the same time, they are working on that problem. Hey, Contessa, congratulations, woman of God. Uh, they are working on that problem right now. So you can connect to us today uh, via Facebook, via, via YouTube, via um, Instagram. Also, anchor.fm backslash LMJ provides you a podcast opportunity to go back, replay, and listen to today's devotional. This Man, I was excited. I was like, mm. and the shoes was everything. Um, go back and listen to today's devotional. Uh, replay it. Play it while you're working out. Um, get it in all day long. You can share that as well. I'm super excited. Hey, Ev, super, super excited about connecting to all of you. Hey, Wendy. Um, Hey, Mary. Hey, LaShanta, Tammy, Teresa, Rodney, Teresa. Hey, Lori Smith-Wolf, Vanessa. See y'all in this thing this morning. I'm going to share something with you this morning. We're getting ready to pray. Um, Y'all do me a favor. Y'all know what I'm going to ask you to do. Do me a favor and go share the video live right now. Like, just go drop it in somebody else's hands and let them experience the word of God this morning. Don't be stingy. Don't be selfish with it. Don't hold on to it. Um, I got to tell you guys, uh, I want to start with something funny this morning. Um, I was, the man, it was a beautiful day yesterday. It was amazing. I was like, my gosh, it's such a beautiful day. I wish it was just a little bit warmer so I could lay outside. Uh, And I was funny because I prayed. I was like, Lord, let it be warmer just a little bit more so I can sit outside in the sun. I love to be outside. And Judah, my nine-year-old, looks at me and he says, now, if he made it to 100 degrees, then you'd be praying and asking him to make it cooler. And I looked at back at him and I said, so what you're saying is learn to be satisfied. <laughs> and I just, I held on to that. And so I'm saying the same thing to you this morning. Learn to be satisfied. Learn to be positive. Learn to be content. He was like, learn to be satisfied. Hey, Jennifer Ward from Milwaukee, Wisconsin in the house. Um, I like that. Um, yeah. So he told me, he's like, learn to be satisfied. So lessons of a nine year old. And I took what he said to 
to heart. I was like, let me learn to be satisfied. I'm, I'm believing God with you and for you. Uh, we started 10 days of talking about debt being debt free. We went through those 10 days of being debt free. And uh, man, I'm just telling you, God, I'm seeing people, people are applying the principles. People are walking in the word. People are, I'm getting testimony. Somebody uh, text me and was like, I got to share something with you. Um, and just where we've been sitting, how we believe, been believing God. All right, Miami day, uh, believing God and seeing God move at all kinds of level because faith without works is dead. So I t titled today's message, get up. And I titled today's message, Get Back Up for a Reason. Here's the thing that I'm going to tell you guys. Um, as we're on this financial journey, as we're becoming whole spirit, soul, and body, I, want, I, I need to help you with something and help you understand something today. Your spiritual life and your financial life are probably in hand, going hand in hand. Like your financial life and your spiritual life are tied together. And usually your financial life is evidence of what's going on in your spiritual life. And so um, I, I want to do something for you. I don't want to call it like I'm freeing you, but I want to give you some wisdom today so that you can set yourself free um, and, and show you what the Lord was showing me today about condemnation and how cancer it is and how it keeps us from walking in the fullness of what we're supposed to walk in. So let's pray and get started today. I always want to feel like say grab each other's hands, <laughs> but we can't grab each other's hands, but we can touch each other in the spirit. So I want to share something with you and I want to, and I want to encourage you today so that your spiritual life can line up, right? Line up with your financial life and all of this stuff can begin to coincide and work together father god we thank you my god for your word this morning i thank you for your people this morning i thank you father god for a fresh anointing this morning i thank you father god for the presence of the holy spirit i thank you father god for the just shall live by faith i thank you father god for the people of god in that are on this devotional father god we thank you for the holy spirit which is in us and all around us we thank you father god for great is your peace and great is our peace and we will have an undisturbed composure lord god we will trust you like never before lord god we will fo be focused on you like never before lord god we will trust what this word says about us lord god not man and not what we've been saying about ourselves we thank you father god for impressing in our spirit today that who he who the sun sets free is free indeed we thank you for protection we thank you for provision we thank you father god for divine impartation we thank you for supernatural healing we thank you for healing our mind spirit soul and body we thank you for healing our money and healing broken relationships we thank you lord god that you go before us father god we thank you father god that heaven and earth adore us lord god we thank you for supernatural increase in every area of our life we thank you father for the yoke that destroys the yokes the, the anointing that destroys the yokes of bondage sickness and disease 
disease. We thank you that it is well with us all the days of our life. We thank you, Father God, for a guaranteed peace. We thank you for guaranteed protection. We thank you for guaranteed provision, Father God, for you said in your word that you had us, you provide for us, Lord God. So we sit at your feet this morning, Lord God. We cast all our cares before you, Lord God, and we just say we trust you, Lord God, like never before. We resist the devil. We fight off the mind battles. We cast off worry. We cast off doubt. We cast off fear. We cast off anxiety. We cast you back to the pits of hell from which you came, Lord God. And we just release your peace upon this day, your peace upon the devotional, your peace upon your people, Lord God. Let there be a greater work being done in us today. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. We thank you, Father God, for your word. Father God, we speak right now over, if any of you are, if anybody is dealing with colitis, um, um, spastic, colding issues in your stomach, lay your hand on your stomach right now and let me pray for you. Father God, we thank you. And we speak intestinal health, Father God, over their bodies right now in the name of Jesus. We speak to colitis. We command you to go in the name of Jesus. We speak to spastic colon, and we command you to go in the name of Jesus. Jesus didn't have colitis. Jesus, Jesus didn't have a spastic colon, and neither will we. We thank you, Father God, that we are healed, healthy, and whole. We take authority over poor digestive tracts today. We speak divine healing over it today. We declare that our stomachs, our intestines, and our colons are lining with the word of God today, that we are walking in full and complete total health and that we are healed. And we take this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. So if that applied to you, you take that by faith. You take that by faith. You take that by faith. You take that on. You take that like supernatural medicine. If your stomach has been giving you issues, if you've been diagnosed with colitis, if you've been di di diagnosed with another word, diverticulitis, the Lord is bringing it to my spirit. If you've been diagnosed with any of those things, you take it by faith and receive your healing today. God is a God is healed. Jesus was bruised for our iniquities, chastised for our peace. He took all that on at the cross so that we don't have to live with that. So you declare over your stomach and you speak to your stomach every day. And I want to, because it's not a lot of times we look for things to look like by faith and it doesn't always have to look like look like it or feel it. We want some supernatural feeling because somebody taught us it was by some supernatural feeling. But if your stomach has been bothering you and you know you've been doing a spastic colon, colitis, you've been dealing with any of those things internally in your stomach, you take by faith. We'll receive it. We'll be like, oh my gosh, I got this ulcer. Don't take ownership of it. Cast it off and you take it by faith that the Lord has healed you and by your stripes, by just by Jesus stripes, I am healed. And you say that every day and you walk strong in that. And if you're somebody that's been taking medicine, you declare this is the last day that I'm going to take medication. This is the last day that I'm going to take medication. And I'm standing steadfast and by Jesus stripes that I am healed, healthy and whole. And I'm not going to be walking around here having problems with my stomach, not being able to eat all out of whack. That is not 
not the will of God for your life. That is not the will of God for your life. And God is here to heal you and for you to walk biblical. Healing is real. Healing is real. And you take that good. I'm glad you take that by faith. In the name of Jesus, the pain stops today. Now, I want to share a little bit uh, with you this morning, and I think this is necessary. And this is why I said your finances and your spirituality, all that stuff kind of goes ahead. If you see a break in a person's finances, you can probably see a break in their spiritual life. And if we're going to become whole and sound and walk into the fullness of what we're supposed to do financially, then we're definitely going to have to see this from a spiritual perspective. Sin, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about condemnation today and what the Lord showed me um, today about condemnation and how our ability to not forgive ourselves keeps us from walking in our full authority. And so when the Lord is trying to talk to us, y'all say, hey, JC, when the Lord is trying to talk to us and he's trying to restore us and he's trying to reveal us and he's trying to talk to us about his... Um, our health, health financially, we won't receive it because we're constantly condemning ourselves. I'm going to give you some scriptures today that's going to set you free. I'm going to give you some words today that's going to release you so that you can walk in total forgiveness for yourself. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And, I, and, and people say that all the time, but a lot of times we don't really believe that. And the way that we don't really believe that is because we continuously replay our sins, our mistakes, our issues, our problems all over again, over and over again, rehearsing, nursing this thing over and over again and there is no condemnation there is a conviction that comes from the holy spirit but there is no condemnation and if you don't know how to get back up my god if you don't know how to get back up if you don't know how to position yourself to swing back at the enemy you'll continue this repeated cycle You'll continue this repeated cycle of not understanding. Come on, Tammy. We're going to get free today. This understanding how God desires to bless you. Do you know? And I know a lot of times we don't realize this. I don't think you realize that God, once you ask for forgiveness, he forgets it. He forgets it. And I, I, I'm just going to be honest. I was never taught this. He forgets it. So when I began to study the scriptures and the Lord was like, I'm not condemning y'all. I'm not rehearsing. I'm not talking about this thing absolutely anymore. You're the person that keeps coming to me, that keeps talking about this sin, that keeps bringing up your past mistakes. And this is not permission for you to sin and do whatever, but this is permission for you to get your freedom today. Because if you don't understand your freedom and forgiveness, it's going to be hard for you to understand how much God desires to bless you and how you're supposed to live a blessed in a blessed state and a blessed life. You're going to condemn your to whatever period, whatever mistake, wherever it happened, wherever it happened, you're going to condemn yourself right there to that period. So I'm going to read for Proverbs 24, 16 and 18. It says, for a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. Rejoice not when thine enemy fall and let not thy heart be glad when he stumble, lest the Lord see it and it displeases, displeases him. 
and he turns his way around. Let's focus on the 16th verse for a just man falls seven times and rises it up again, but the wicked shall fall in mischief. It's fun, it's fun, it's funny because this number of seven, which everyone talks about completion, you if when a just man falls, you're gonna fall, you're gonna make mistakes. He, if you say you're without sin, that's a lie within itself. But God sent the audible, he sent the clutch. Jesus was the clutch. The enemy, let me tell you how crafty the enemy is. That's why That's why the, the Lord tells us to stay away from sin or shun the presence of evil on purpose because he knows once the enemy catches you off guard or in a particular lifestyle or in a particular behavior, he's going to play with your mind. He's going to play with your mind. He's going to play with your mind. And the funny thing is then we turn around and do it to other people. If, if someone sins against us or someone does something in their business, we got this little ledger. We talking to them all about our mistakes. Mistakes, we're so sin conscious and not enough righteous conscious. And I read to you when I read John 3, 16, the 17 verse, Christ did not come into the world. Come on now, Holy Ghost. He didn't come into the world to condemn the world. He came into the world to forgive the world, to save the world. God commands that in return we forgive. We're going to forgive each other. We're going to extend grace. But often we don't know how to extend grace to others because we don't know how to receive it for ourselves. Most of you, and I'm just going to be real, are probably living in some condemnation for some period or some point in your life. And the reason that I know this is because we sit around thinking and regrets all the time. Well, if I could just go back here, if I could just go back, turn back this time, if I'd have never took out this loan, if I'd have never made this bad decision, if I'd never married this person, those are... Those are regrets. The Lord never created you to live regrets and regrets. We are too sin conscious and not enough righteous conscious. So I'm going to give you some scriptures that you need to commit today when your mind is trying to bring your sin back up on you that you're saying, absolutely not. I already repented of these things. I'm telling you, you'll never expect the Lord to bless you if you're so hidden or written in your sin. Because you don't think you deserve it. And there's a little bit of part of you that's held or snatched up by that sin. And you'll only stay in that place. You'll only stay in that place. And then instead of you pressing into God when you sin or you make a mistake. That's why I love David. David would be jacked up and he'd run back up in God's face and say, But remember what you said to me. And remember that I loved you. And remember no matter what, I'm fighting this thing and I need you to help me. So we have to understand how to let go of what has a hold on us. We have to learn how to let go of what has a hold on us because it's keeping you from producing the life. John 10 and 10, it says, the thief comes is the one that comes to kill and destroy. I came so you could have life and have it more abundantly. I came so you could experience the goodness of me here on earth. It's not just a heavenly reward. It's this reward right now. And, I, and we become so weighted in sin conscious that we can't even walk God can't talk to us about millions of dollars and walking in health and healing because we still holding it to the point of our sin or our mistake. So I want to give you a few scriptures today so that I can, I, so you can help set yourself free and remind yourself, apply the word in the situation. Stop going back over your old regrets. Stop talking about this sin and mistake. Stop going back. Regret is not remorse. 
Regret is not remorse. Regret will have you replaying something again and again in your head. Remorse is, man, I did this. Let me repent from this. Remorse is, Holy Spirit, help me with this. I struggle in this. But you got to get back up. You can, You got to get back up because Satan has been lying to you all along. And what he does is he has his heel, he has his foot on you. And anytime he has a foothold on you, he's coming for it. That's, that's why you got to go back and read Job differently. When Job said the thing that I feared the most and people are like, God was, because we'll start saying, oh, God is punishing me and God is dealing with me. And the Lord isn't even thinking about your sin. And I'm going to give you the scripture. To back it up, let's go to 1 John 1 and 9. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. He purifies us from all unrighteousness. So if you confess your sins, he's faithful, he's just, he's going to forgive our sins, and then he purifies us from all unrighteousness. If you are purified from all unrighteousness, that means God is not keeping a sin ledger on you. He is not keeping a sin ledger on you. So you have to understand who you are. Isaiah 43, 25 and 26, it says, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. Review the past for me. Let us argue the matter together. State the case for your innocence. The blood did that for you. It reviews the past and it states the case of your innocence. When you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you ex it states the case for your innocence. But I'm going to tell you something. My Judah J is something else. And he is quick to tell me anytime. If I, if, if I feel like I'm getting ready to bring up something to pass, he's like, you don't get to remember my sins. You don't get to hold that over me. I already repented from that. You already gave me consequences for that. And you're not going to bring that back up. And I'm like, yes, sir. And the reason why I know he's operating in his right. And you got to be the same way with the enemy. You don't get to remind me of my sins. You don't get to keep talking to me about my mess ups. You don't get to position me so that I feel less than. Because if you're in a less than feeling position, what you won't do is believe God. You won't believe you're worthy than a worthy of a blessing. Oh, I'm a sinner. You won't think you're worthy for God to heal you. You won't think you're worthy for God to pay off your debt supernaturally. You won't feel like the word is working for you. And every time that it seems like the word is not working for you, the enemy is going to take you right back to the place you messed up, right back to the place you sinned, because he knows you don't understand redemption. He knows that you don't understand the plan. He knows that you don't know that you've already been forgiven. Mistakes over, mistakes done. Done, wash away. Acts 3 and 19. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. That times of refreshing may come from the Lord. He doesn't just wipe your sins out. He refreshes you. He refreshes you. He refreshes you. So if you're feeling all that feel, the condemnation, that weight that comes from sin, that is that that is not, that is the devil, that's the liar, that's the adversary. And I'm coming to you today to tell you, get your butt back up. Get up. Apply this word. Understand what this word says. The devil has had a foothold over you long enough. And the reason that, that he has had a foothold over you long enough is because he knows you don't understand your blessed estate. He knows you don't understand Jesus is the last Adam. He knows you don't understand that the blessing resides in you. He knows that you don't get that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Isaiah 1 and 18. Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. 
Though, though, through your, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. They are, though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Ephesians 1 and 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. But he blotted out all our transgressions. He's not keeping record of your sins. There's no sin ledger that's keeping record. There's no sin ledger that he's keeping those records. When he sees you, he's not oh my gosh, there's the fornicator. Oh my gosh, there's the adulterer. Oh my gosh, there's the thief. Oh my gosh. Not when you're in true repentance. You have to know that the Lord desires to refresh you. Now, this doesn't mean you get to live life any kind of way and then just all of a sudden, no, you get to live in a state of holiness. But what I've known is when you understand how much God loves you, when you're in relationship with him, you start less and less desiring to sin. You start less and less wanting to live any kind of way. Why? Because you're building your relationship with Christ. You understand how merciful and you don't want to disappoint your father. It's like your kids don't want to disappoint you you don't want to disappoint your father daniel 9 9 the lord our god is merciful and forgiving even though we have rebelled against him and this is old testament that's even before jesus hit the scene colossians 1 13 14 for he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption the forgiveness for sins Psalms 103, 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed all our transgressions from us. And according with his great love, he's wiped all that out. And so you have to understand that once you've repented, he's done it. So can I tell you something for those of y'all that have issues and things that you've been struggling with? And I know you like, Lakeisha, you just don't understand. I've been fighting this thing at work. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Holy Spirit, I'm trying to get over this thing. Because people, I tell you, just sin no more. I ain't finna just say sin no more. I want you to sin no more. But ask the Holy, Holy Spirit, I've been fighting this thing. I'm telling you, I'm having a hard time with it. I need you to help me with this thing. And you know what? He'll start teaching you how to put on the robe of righteousness. He'll start teaching you how to have the mind of Christ. He'll start teaching you how to operate in wisdom. He'll take you over to Proverbs and help you understand what the word says for you. Because sin, entanglement and sin is hard to break sometimes. And people act like it's not. I don't know where they get that from. And if there's anybody amongst you that says they don't sin, the Lord says, then I'm a liar. And you know, he's not a liar. So we can't really sit around and say that there's nobody of our sin that, that sins. And then when you learn to release yourself, it'll be easier for you to learn to forgive other people. Some of y'all stuff is held up because of forgiveness, lack of forgiveness for yourself and definitely lack of forgiveness of your people. Matthew 6, 9 and 15 said, but if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. The fa your father will not forgive your sins. So go on, my God. Matthew 26, 28. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. You can go over and read Romans 8. And it says life in the spirit. So there is now no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And, be, 
Because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son and a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. He did this so that he that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the spirit. Anytime you're in condemnation, harping on the sin, thinking the Lord won't bless you, thinking the things aren't going to change, it's because you're not in spirit. <laughs> you're in the law. You're in your flesh. It's carnal. It is, it, it is just for God to forgive you. It is just for God to forgive you. He did this so that we, that the just, those who are dominated by the sinful nature, think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit, think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. So being sin conscious leads to death. Being so focused on your mistakes leads to death it does not allow you to prosper but letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace that's why you got to know what the word says about you that's guy that's why you got to know what the word says for the sinful nature is always hostile to god it never did obey god's laws and it never will that's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. And that's what your sinful nature is going to tell you. You can never please God. But you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the spirit. If you have the spirit of the living of God living in you, and remember that those who do not have the spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, the spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ from the dead, he will give you life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living within you. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the spirit, you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. For all who are led by the spirit are of God are children of God. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you receive God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Come on now. You got to know. You got to know. Yes, what, being sin conscious brings you to death. And that's spiritually as well. You're not going to experience the abundant life here on earth if you're so sin conscious, if you're so consumed, if you don't understand being righteous conscious, if you don't understand that there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus, you're going to be focused on the wrong thing. And then you, you're not going to ever believe. That's what negates your faith. That's what comes for your faith. Sin conscious comes for your faith because you're not going to believe that God can restore you. You're not going to believe that God's going to bless you. You're not going to believe God can supernaturally pay off your debt because you're more conscious on the mistakes that you've made instead of the Lord God that bless you, that redeems you, that gives you grace, that's full of mercy and everything else. So I'm going to tell you, just restart, reset, go on and repent. If you got something you've been struggling with, so Father God, forgive me for my sins against you in the name of Jesus. Lay that sin out there and just 
move on. And anytime that sin comes back up, you resist the devil. You say, I resist you. God has already blotted out my transgressions. This happened through Jesus Christ. And you're not going to keep reminding me of my past mistakes, my past failures, and making me feel like I'm not worthy to live a life the life that God promised me here on earth, not just in heaven. Do that. Deal with that. And then put this word in you. And every time your past comes calling for you, every time you, you better get up. You got to get back up. You got to push back against the enemy with the word saying, absolutely not. And when you, when you learn to forgive yourself, you're also going to learn to forgive others and stop holding other people uh, and stop holding other people, charging other people. But the only way you're probably going to be able to get right past that is if you start, stop charging yourself. No, you're not even supposed to be conscious, really conscious of another person's sin anyway. If you're doing all the work on yourself, what you're doing, what somebody else is doing won't even matter to you. Let's go on. Let's go on and read our, our confession of favor today, and we're going to get out of here. It says, I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now, in Jesus' name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed and battles one which I don't have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I arise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are now open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus' name. I'm honored by my Father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to Him. I'm the object of His affection. I'm the apple of His eye. I'm blessed and highly favored the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. You are redeemed and set free, and that is how the Father sees you, my God. That is how the Father sees you. So get back up today. Get back up. Get back up. Kick, kick at the devil. Tell him to get his feet off your neck. Put your foot on his neck. Understand what this word says about you. It didn't just say God forgives. It says God forget. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.